are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. Well, I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Things you don't expect to hear on, a, um, on an afternoon walking through your house. Is your wife saying to your 15-year-old son, do you even know what a 69 is? Well, listen. And then having a son snap back, yes, sex position, mom. I'm more upset that he already knows, but I'm glad I didn't have to tell him. <laughs> do you not know what a 69 was at uh, 15? When I, He's 15 when, Oh, I don't um, No, When I was 15, I knew yeah. like what stuff was, but like... I th- like my parents never had the talk with me, which I absolutely wish that they would have, because we've been really open with our son about yeah. stuff, but like real casual. Like we don't sit down. We didn't sit down and make it a big thing. It's always just been kind of like in passing. But I mean, for a long time when I was a kid, I thought oral sex was talking dirty to talking somebody. Dirty. So That's I was, uh... I was wrong. <laughs> I, I literally she... remember like. My old, because I had a lot of older cousins growing up, and when we would go to my grandma's house for a holiday, oh, gross. We were also gross. Uh, they would watch scrambled porn yeah. on her TV, and like we would all be in there, and I was like, there's no way that they're doing what I think they're, they're not putting their mouths on it, are they? Ew. These are all the older older cousins that then got knocked up, right? Yeah. Like they all became like 16 and pregnant? Yeah. One after, sure, well, they all watch that scrambled yeah, porn. My, my, they were ready for the real thing. They're like, fuck that. I don't think they had the talk with their parents either. <laughs> see how well that did in all the households, yeah, right? Yeah, That's funny. Yeah, no, see, I have to keep remembering, and my best friend did a great job of uh, reminding me of this uh, a couple months ago, I forgot. I'm like, oh, thanks for doing that. Um, that, uh, you know, I turned into Axl Rose at 15. Okay. Yeah, so did. it's not when I say now, like my son's 15 in He's my, not you, <laughs> like in my mind, it used to conjure the shit I was up to at 15, which I've now learned from other people, including my best friend who had a much more typical upbringing. Oh no. At 15, no. you are still kind of video gaming. And most know. of us waited to wild Fuck. out. Sorry. I started like 12, man. That's I started, scary. I started early on it, baby. So you never had any sex talk? Nothing? No, no. No, you went to public school. Public school didn't even do something like it in like health class. Uh, I remember in high school we had something in health class. I I think but it, not like fifth, sixth grade, not like the big talk no. of, hey, girls, you're going to start bleeding every month. And- no, I mean, I knew about getting my period. My mom did talk to me about that. My parents never talked to me about sex, though. And I that's unfortunately, then I kind of learned about sex the wrong way. Um, which if you've listened to Billie Eilish, give her a little, uh, speech in the last like couple of months. Yeah. I say AJ's been walking around the house comparing herself to Billie Eilish. No, she's, that's she's not been walking I, around like, you know, myself and Billie, we I really, never said that. we connect on this. No, no, I this said, is, this is like a big deal. Like, yeah. like you actually sat down and like talked to me about this. Um, you know, Billie Eilish, uh, biggest pop star in the world right now, you know, came out, uh, I believe on the Stern show, of course, uh, and spoke about how. Her porn viewing habits at a very young age, and for her it was 11, 
And, and you got to remember how old she is. You know, she's what, yeah. 17, 18 now? Her I don't entire know. life, there's been free porn on yeah, the internet. Yeah, like, like the most insane shit in the world has been available for free. Like, now it's kind of moved into, like, you can just access it yeah. anywhere, as opposed to, like, 20 years ago, you had to kind of, like, sometimes pay for it. Um, and, of course, back in my fucking dinosaur days, there were, like, you know, magazines. I was going to say, get. my dad left his Playboys <laughs> in like, the bathroom, and that's yeah. how I started learning about it. But, that's no good. But Billie Eilish has now gone on to say that this porn viewing that she did starting at the age of 11 really fucked up her her view on sex yeah. because she would watch a lot of like like violent porn and, and she didn't know any better and, and so then she starts you know you have to assume a, a young woman starts forming visions in her head of okay this, this is, is how it's supposed to be this is how it's supposed to go down and you legit like totally agree yeah. the other day you're like i feel this a thousand percent yeah because i wish my parents would have sat down with me and had the damn talk instead of learning about it through play boys and scrambled porn so you legit learned about like sexuality through porn yeah okay yeah which i mean i i mean i don't know how much even as a like we were a very very christian conservative household which i don't believe is an excuse not to have the crazy because you guys don't go to like church or anything now it's like i don't it's like you you know how is that crazy you were super catholic growing up and now you don't believe in anything so how is that like no no no. i'm saying i know your family now like i know your mom and dad and and they don't scream to me like the typical like Christian conservative, they they scream more like red, white, and blue apple pie, and like and just like we'd we'd well, rather not talk about it. it doesn't, type of shit. Well, yeah, we'd yeah. rather not talk about it. That's yeah. why we didn't talk about it. But I don't. I, if even you fine, be Christian conservative, have the sex talk with your kids. Like it's part of life. You, yeah. you know, you have to stop making it this horrific, dirty thing. It is part of life that everybody will experience at some point if they really want to. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. I, don't I mean, like I got it I at, um, it. I got it at a Catholic school. Oh, the master of ceremonies has arrived. Oh, our Let cancer, me get his tuxedo yeah. that's, what, that's what we call our cat <laughs> master ceremony. <laughs> so I went to Catholic school, kindergarten through my sophomore year of high school. And we got, um, the talk in like seventh grade and they split up the boys and girls and the girls had, um, a nurse. They had a female nurse. Yeah who kind of, I guess, came in with the fucking charts and here's your fallopian well, tubes yeah. and you're going to bleed and all, at, you know. At that age, right? we have way more yeah. to learn than you guys. And then the guys, we had Father Tom. And Father Tom, famously, in my parish growing up in the South Side of Chicago Catholic Parish of St. Bruno's, Father Tom became Mr. Tom because he dropped out of the priesthood. Oh, good for him. And not only, look at AJ cheers that shit. No, I'm just saying like, you know, if you know you can't do it, then then get out. Guess what? That was not the reaction of the parish. No, of course not. (laughs) AJ's like the most forgiving Catholic ever. Um, But he famously became Mr. Tom and then became a realtor and used uh, the church mailing list to reach out about his services. Yeah. And a lot of people in the church thought it was like the slimiest move in the world (laughs) to drop out of being, because he was a young dude, right? He was like the one priest who wasn't fucking ancient. So he dropped out and then used the church mailing list for real. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, if you want to sell or buy a home, come out, check out Mr. Tom. Remember, I used to be Father Tom. So now that's like MLM stuff, man. But like Father Tom was the cool priest in my parish. There were like some old decrepit dudes from another world. And then there was Father Tom. He was young. He was hip. You know, he used to do fun stuff with us. So Father Tom got appointed, apparently the sex ed guy for all the boys. 
So in our little sex thing, uh, you know, when the girls got the nurse, we got Father Tom, which is when you kind of think about it, fucking weirder, because at least the girls never have to see that nurse again. Like she, I guess. Like, like, I don't think that's weird, though. That's the. I think that's part of the problem. We need to just get rid of the weird stigma. Like you should. But be- I just say when you're that age, no, I you're know, like but- so deep in your sex life. Think about back then, like how weird it was. I know, but that's what I'm saying is we need yeah. to get rid of that weirdness. You, you know, as a kid, you shouldn't look at the person who told you about sex and say, oh my God, I hope I never see them again. Well, maybe I'm just saying that wouldn't like help you be more open. I mean, that's why some do some people I know who are Catholics, like only confess in, in, in other parishes because they don't want to confess to their own home priest. Right. So it's kind of the same thing is, you know, if you're going to have someone come in and if you're never going to see them, maybe you don't, you know, you feel like, okay, I'm going to ask you all this weird shit. I think what we're getting at here is that sex and religion need to be two very separate things. I don't know. Listen, all I'm saying is right before I came in here to, to fucking record this, all I heard was literally this 69 conversation well, from my wife. Listen, my I don't want our kid like yeah. going to school and telling that yeah. joke if he doesn't know on. what it means. I really want to, like, can you seriously expand on this without without like getting weird on it? Because uh, yeah, it's fine. Sometimes I when, wasn't planning on it, but that's fine. Sometimes when, when, when AJ's um, done with conversations, she'll do things like that where she's like, well, you know, I guess we just learned we need to be more open. Okay. Like no, she's very, sometimes to... when she's done, she's All just right, done. Hey. Wasn't trying to shut it down. Relax. I want you to talk about that with how you think porn and all that stuff really shaped your view of sexuality and, and of womanhood. Because you really sat down and talked to me about this Billie Eilish thing where you're like, I'm so glad she said that because I've had my own experiences. And I was like, really? So, I mean, that really, what what was that like as a young woman? I mean, how did all that shit shape you? Oh, it was terrible. It gave me a false sense of like body issue. Like obviously, you know, when your dad keeps playboys in the bathroom, yeah. you you wonder why you don't look like those Did he women. keep them in the bathroom? He did. No shit. He did until he realized we were looking at him. Oh, no way. And it was, it was so funny because I had this neighbor and um, he was like a couple years older than me and yeah. I was best friends with his sister. And like when he wanted to hang out, we hung out mm. when he really didn't want to hang out with the girls, like the little kids, he would go hang out with his guy friends. So there were times he would come over and we'd all look at the playboys and think it was so damn funny. <laughs> and then the next day he'd be in like a tough guy mood and he'd be like, I'm going to tell your dad, we looked at this playboys. Yeah. So eventually my dad figured it out and moved that, them. That you guys were rifling through. Well, yeah. But like, I just remember asking my mom, like, <laughs> am I ever, go- how come my boobs don't look like that? person like I mean, that woman your dad let me tell you what your dad don't get me wrong is a pretty dopey character i mean he watched uh scarface alongside like my two-year-old like they sat on the couch together and watched scarface so it doesn't shock me that he would just leave the playboys out there but it's such a classic tale of people having to like go under the bed yeah or for me it was in my dad's work shed in the work shed in the back is where he had the centerfolds yeah. hanging up and he had like the magazine stacked up in the corner yeah, no he had some dirty videotapes in his closet that we found and i just remember like and and your dad i mean for the record your dad as he's the father of two daughters yeah right? so these are two two uh potentially young women yeah and so you know that's kind of how we learned about stuff and i remember him asking us if we'd been like looking at his stuff and watching it and oh so he hitched up about he it. hitched he hit us up and of course we denied it but like deep down i was like why don't you just sit down with us and talk about it Instead of like, you obviously know we're rifling through your stuff. Yeah. Why don't we just sit down and have the talk? Cause how, like, like, like how old do you think you were? Oh, I don't know. Um, 
Probably middle school. Okay, middle school. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, Because yeah. we moved from our little duplex to an actual house when I was in high school, and I remember that's the duplex is where And so that's that where, I mean, I mean, and middle school is where you, as a female specifically, is really kind of, you know, all yeah. the girls are developing and sprouting and all these different things. So you literally were looking at Playboy models, right? So this is the yeah. 80s or whatever. And that was back when there was, like, sex in Playboy. Like was there? there? Yeah. Oh, uh, no. I, I don't ever, ever no, remember No, trust that. me, there was. Look at you, <laughs> Yes. What about the, um, now what about the scrambled porn stuff? All right. So the Playboy stuff gave you kind of the visual. That was the mom, how come I don't have boobs like these yeah. girls? And, and I don't know in, in like middle school where girls are, are supposed to be like that. Like if you girls are all, I don't know what that's like for like a middle school girl to, to be like, hey. I don't know what it's like either. I never really developed. Because I, I will <laughs> tell you, I will tell you as a guy, uh, there is no, and it's so funny, we spend the rest of our lives doing it. But when you're like maturing, there's no dick measuring, con, you know, contest. There's no like, you don't sit there just and go. Just so you know, by the way, there's still no dick measuring boy, contest. You just think there is. I wish I could measure my dick more. Like we didn't do that, but. You know, Nobody but cares. but for like women, you would legit like look at Playboy and be like, boy, I wish I had a bust. Yeah, like- how come I don't have big boobs and a flat stomach? And I also, I just, I didn't know what they were doing in the magazine. So I'm like, what? it's so gross. What are they doing? I do remember my uh, godfather, God rest his soul. He had a bunch of uh, dirty magazines uh, underneath his uh, bed, right? Yeah. And one time I got a chance to go underneath there and they were like the dirty one, not Playboy. Oh, the they, filthy they ones. They were filthy yeah. ones. And, but it was weird where they would put like little stars over like the, the uh, you know, when the pee hits the vagina. Yeah. And like, you're not supposed to know what's going it's there. It's so odd what they choose to censor in but those magazines. I do remember as a kid though, there were a bunch of them where, you know, there's guys uh, doing women from behind, not necessarily in the poop shoot, but doing them from behind. But as a kid, I wondered the same thing. I was. I like, thought they were doing it in the butt. So yeah. like, I was like, okay, hold on. So I'm supposed to put it in the butt? Is that what I do? Yeah, exactly. That's and This is the problem. Like, yeah. uh, listen, it's not fun. <laughs> it's not comfortable to sit down with your kid and have the talk. But my God, is this how you want them to find out about it? Especially now. Now it is a click away. Yeah. And kids are smart enough to find it and delete the But I history. feel like there's a lot more educational, um, uh, I want to say, not advantages, but there's just like they take care of a lot more of this. If you want them to, I know as a parent, you have a fucking choice, but if you want them to, I see, I feel like the schools can take care of a lot of this shit these days. They can. There's programs and presentations they and can, stuff. They can, but we're still so weird about sex and we just need to stop. Yeah, I just don't think a lot of, uh, I don't know, maybe it's me because I'm not close to my my parents at all. I don't know if I want that kind of fucking talk from my parents. Well, tough. I think everybody should get it. <laughs> AJ wants to, she, she wants you to have that intimate level of conversation with your parents. Because like I, again, I, I had cousins I was really close to who got knocked up when they were like 15, yeah. which was beyond my comprehension. Yeah. I was How like, old oh, were you? Um, gosh, they're like three years older than so me. So you're like 12. Yeah. So 12, it was 13. just enough. And you were like innocent 12, 13. You yeah. weren't like already getting finger banged by boys or something. No, you I were was like, like, not. You were like still like a, like a young, innocent yeah. 12 year old. Yeah. So I was like, how did this happen? And I'm, I was starting to realize I'm like, okay, well, apparently they never had the talk Yeah. and I don't know. She see, instead, my mom just told me all about her experiences. See, maybe that's why I'm soured on this whole thing. AJ wants this conversation with her parents. Meanwhile, well, not now I'm 39. Know, I know. I think I know more than yeah. them. <laughs> my mom would just randomly fucking tell me when she was manic, like, you know, your father tried anal sex with me. I didn't like it. That is so you know? gross. Yeah, no, that's. So you talk about having the talk with your parents. Maybe be careful what you wish for. <laughs> you don't want to find out the wrong shit, right? <laughs> 
Well, welcome everyone. This is the 97th episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. Thank you for being here with us. You didn't even know we were going to start like that, did you? No, did you? Uh, no, like I said, not until I was walking into the studio. Pat gets really weird when I start the podcast with something because I feel like I throw him off. No, I just, whoever has a fucking thought, and like my literal thought was, boy, things I didn't think I'd hear today was wow. my my son and wife discussing 69 jokes and, and, I, I and more so... The origin of them. It wasn't just the joke. It was, well, do you get why that's a joke? I'm like, ooh. Well, because I want to make sure. I want to make sure. <laughs> I don't want to get... make. Hold on. You want to make sure that your son knows what a 69 is all about? Well, to a point. <laughs> I think he can know it's a sex position. I don't think I have I to, el- to. I don't think I need to elaborate on, on that on. today, but I think we're we're clear on if what it is. If we're going to elaborate, can we actually elaborate and tell him? It's no good. It's a waste no, of time. It Listen, really is no fun. Everyone needs to concentrate on their own business. <laughs> and this is some shit that was made up in porno. And people now Thank try. Thank you. We do this across, you know, across the globe. It's no good for everyone. It's no boy, you know. So sit down your son. I want you to sit down your son and no, tell I him. Tell him the inefficiency, the lack of efficacy when it comes to the 69 position. No, I will not. I can never really enjoy, you know, the 69. <laughs> I can never truly relax. Because I think, like, if she farts, I'm in trouble. <laughs> so I try not to perform well in the 69. In case she gets so excited that she farts. <laughs> so I'm there like, yeah, yeah, uh, you like that? <laughs> and if she goes, yeah, I love that, then I stop doing it. <laughs> hey, I'm pretty sure we got uh, free services today at our house. That's um, that's pretty cool. Oh, is this the bug thing? I saw you tweet about it, but I didn't ask you about it. You know, um, what's going on? Again, I've talked to, you know, AJ and I have talked about this before where um, she was afraid at one point in time that there's fictitious people going through our yards at night to steal our stuff. You know, she's like, hey, you shouldn't leave your computer outside. And I go, why is that? Well, you still shouldn't leave a laptop out. Well, you don't know who's going to come through. I'm like, I would be more worried about the people creeping through my backyard. But in reality, um, we actually do have a lot of people coming through our backyard. And they are the people that we employ to do various things uh, around the home. Most notably, pool guy. Pool guys in Arizona, very big business. Yeah, they come out uh, once a week, check your water, check your chemicals. Um, You know, we've in the past, uh, we uh, hired a landscaper uh, and he was not only doing landscaping, but doing some weed treatment and stuff. Yes, you need to do weed treatment in the monsoon season out in Arizona. Trust me. Your HOA will tell you, you need to do weed treatment. (laughs) But so, you know, we actually do have a somewhat steady flow, like a lot of folks out here in the desert of people that come kind of in and off of our uh, property and, and really with our yard. Um, they're ghosts. I mean, we, you were, we're not here some of the times. If we are here, we're working or something, but people come in, they, they do whatever they're supposed to do. You may not see them. You get a bill. That's what it is. Um, not quite sure what the hell happened today, unless you can explain it for me, but I'm sitting on the couch trying to wake up for my first client, having my cup of coffee, enjoying the day. And I hear a ding dong and the doorbell, of course, none of us actually answer it. You know, that's... No, I do. You guys look at it like it's a foreign can't body. Do that. Very... Got, it's, it's ridiculous. No. That, like, I shit you not, you guys. These two could be sitting in front no. of the door, and I could be on the other side of the house, and if no. the doorbell rings, I'll be the only one who comes to there get is, it. There is uh, no one I need to speak God. to. If I know, if that doorbell rings, I should know why it's ringing. It's very 1990s, just to answer it, but listen... 
the doorbell rings. I normally just assume it's it's a very nice Amazon or you know FedEx or UPS driver dropping off the package, giving the uh, the a little ding dong. See, they right? don't even ding dong anymore. I would assume it's Mormons. We got a lot of Mormon missionaries around here. Well, that's right, because you took down like uh, our no soliciting sign. As soon as she did, like all these fucking people yeah. started soliciting. Please put that back up. So ding dong, there goes the doorbell. I sit on the couch, continue with my coffee. Figure, all right, some 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 new package has now arrived. And I then see, like, off to my side, four minutes later, like a dude walked by. And I think, oh, pool guy here? And I, I, I do the math in my head. I go, no, it's, it's the wrong day. And then the bird squawks, squawk, squawk, squawk. And it's because dude in the backyard is now, like, right up by our big window where the bird hangs out. And I look, and he's got on, like, the Ghostbusters backpack. Okay. And he's spraying stuff. And so I see him spray all along, and uh, I, I sit, and I, I kind of say, well, I, I can interrupt this process now and ask this man who he is, or I can just let it continue to happen. So uh, the guy then makes his way all around the house, the exterior, you know, like, like, the, like the side of the house, he sprays everything, and then he leaves. So you never interacted with him. So I go, okay, hold on. Maybe a guy left something like like on the uh, like door a card, like yeah. a door handle, like, hey, because like, uh, the uh, pool guys do that. They have a little thing that they always fill out and leave for us to like, so look the, at. Yeah, we know they, they came. Yeah, yeah, right? So I go, and I look, and I go to the door, and there's fucking nothing there. And so I'm sitting there. And I go, well, what the hell just happened? I walk outside and like clearly I can smell, I can smell something. something. I yeah. can smell something. And then I can visually see that something's been sprayed all along like the base of the home. Perimeter of the house. And yeah. then the base of our of our big, you know, Arizona fences, which are just blocks, right? And I sit there and go, Do we just get a free bug treatment? Like did some what dude are they spraying for this time of year? I have no clue. I mean, maybe it's because it's colder. Do bugs try to come into your home? I have no idea. Exactly. Not I have no a clue. clue. But I mean, the- it would have made sense during the summer because the mosquitoes here, yeah. where apparently there aren't mosquitoes here, this summer there were mosquitoes. We brought them from the Midwest, it's I pretty guess. pretty awesome. But, I mean, they were so bad you couldn't be, like, in your backyard or in your pool. So that wouldn't have surprised me. However, we didn't hire anybody, so I'm confused. All right, so so you're you're doubling down on that. We did. Yeah, you, no, you didn't hire anyone. Okay. It's freaking December in Arizona. No, I, mean, I, I, I didn't know. I thought There's maybe no this is like stuff that you set up a long time ago, no. and they come by every so often. I had no clue. I legitimately thought I'm like this has to be something that like she set up. No. And I mean, because we've had termite treatments and that's that was when we bought the home. And that's apparently super common here in yeah. Arizona. You definitely get termite treatments when you buy a home. Yeah, even if you home. don't have termites, you get the treatment. Yeah, just for preventative because they're they're like it's out not here. not for the pack rats, is it? See, that's what I, I don't, don't know. know. We didn't hire anybody, so I have no See, idea. See, that's what I thought. I said, well, hold on. When we bought the house, we had this issue with like the house that had a pack rack, you know, and they were having like a pest treatment done. And the pest treatment came out like one or two times. Yeah, we never actually had pack rats in the house, but yeah. they were hired to come make sure that they weren't. Like set traps and like yeah. do all that kind of shit. So I thought maybe I'm like, is this something with like the pack rat stuff? Like, is this like like another treatment I don't from know. them? It could be, but we don't, we didn't hire anybody and we moved, crazy. moved in here in May. Dude, I highly you imagine, doubt they'd show up again. You imagine if this guy fucked up the addresses? Oh. I mean, we've had I'm like. I'm just dying to know what he sprayed around our house. <laughs> we've had this one uh, Amazon driver, God bless him, and this, you must get just like beat up at Amazon for this, but once or twice now, 
they've put our package at the wrong home. Yeah, the neighbor brought it over. And like the neighbor brings it to like one time, like the the driver literally like you you turned it and came back and got it and yeah. moved it and it's a big to do. Like, is it just someone who hit the wrong house? I don't know. I mean, it sucks because we don't have like a ring doorbell cam. So if we did, I would totally look to see like if he had a uniform on yeah. or something. Or I'm thinking, I'm like, is this part of something that's included with our HOA? I mean, we pay every month some stupid fee to some fictitious I'm pretty sure organization we, that does something. I'd like, say I'm pretty sure we just pay the fee for them to tell us what to do. That's what I've kind of kind of figured out with the HOA. So, so I don't think it was that. I don't, I don't feel like they'd do something nice like that. I just, well, yeah, that, yeah, that's what I thought. I'm like, that, that'd be too easy yeah, if that no. was included in the HOA. Bullshit. I, so far, I haven't found anything that the HOA does for us other than bitch at us. So, so I highly doubt they would send somebody out here to spray for anything. Like, So I'm trying to figure out if like our neighbors, because we have some snowbird neighbors that just rolled back into town. And like anyone who has a second property, when you, you show up, you kind of, all the things you want to get done yeah. that you didn't do, you have done. And I've seen, I mean, it sucks, and I've wondered about that because they've kind of had a lot of shit going on over there. Well, yeah, they've had they they had painters over there. They've had people like fixing the pool. They've had landscapers, and all the houses in our neighborhood look the same. Well, yeah, like they're almost all the same color. They're not all the exact same layout, but I mean, it would be really easy to go to the wrong house. So that's what I'm thinking, man. That like, dude had to have sprayed the wrong house. Well, I'm just sad. Like, what, I <laughs> wish it would have happened in the summer for like mosquitoes. Because what was it? We're, What's he spraying for? I don't know, but like it's <laughs> no it's cold out right now. We're not outside that much. Is it much. for snakes? Like what's he spraying, spraying for? Spraying for snakes? Oh, we haven't had any snakes. We have that one snake yeah. in the pool, but it was like a tiny green garden snake. I we, just, had, we don't have any. I don't, I don't know. think they spray for snakes. I they feel just bad. Them. I feel bad because I feel like at, at, at the end of the day, this guy is going to get a report from his boss and a boss is going to say, hey, what the fuck, man? Wrong uh, house. This one house called and said that you didn't come by and spray. He's like, yeah, I did. And then he looked, oh. You know, that is something I will probably invest in, though, next summer is getting sprayed for mosquitoes. Oh, the mosquito spray? Yeah, because I have never, I mean. I've I, always felt like, like that was a hustle. I felt like that's a slight hustle. No, people around here say that it's a good thing to do. But again, it's just, so we have monsoon season, which is basically just, you know, what is it, May through September? Yeah, it's just rain season. Or June through September. We basically just get these like micro bursts of storms. storms that come through. They dump a bunch of rain and then they're gone. It's not like all day rain. Nope. And it's super cool because you can see it raining in different parts of the city. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Um, but Unless you're driving. Unless you're driving. But this this year, apparently, monsoon season was like the wettest in 20 years. And the mosquitoes, they're, they are smaller than they are in the Midwest. But they're quieter and there's more of them. We got absolutely eaten alive. I mean, they would eat you through your pants. We we were outside when it was 110 degrees in long sleeves and pants just to enjoy the outdoors but keep the mosquitoes away. And they'd get you through your pants. So next summer, I would totally invest in spring. I know that started uh, becoming a thing in the Midwest. I would see people with uh, the, the signs in their yards that would say, you know, mosquito spray, and there's companies that come, and I always but felt here's like my only thing. I'm with like, what the are Midwest? you doing? What are you doing? The, what are you spraying? The problem in the Midwest is the grass. Yeah, exactly. So, how so much, yeah, they're spraying like everything. So how much can you really spray because grass grows so damn fast? I I feel like in the Midwest it's probably more of a hustle. See, I felt that's here why here we like, yeah. have we have no grass, so that's why everybody here was so like, holy shit, where'd all these mosquitoes come from yeah. this year? Like it, they said, it was really bad this year. So if it's bad again next year. 
I'll have it sprayed. I just don't know what they could be spraying for this time of year. Wish I knew. I mean, I went, like I said, went out there, smelled something. I said, all right, well, obviously I won't let like the animals out yeah. until it, you know, Well, like, that's the other thing. Up. I kind of wish like they would have left something so we know it's like. a card. Well, yeah. Like what chemicals are you putting <laughs> well, on my property and how long is it till my dog can go body in the backyard? I mean, I've seen some like cool stories before. There was a woman on TikTok that like uh, basically talked about how she was getting a new, um, a new deck. Um, she said she woke up to like a contract crew dismantling and she's, she had like a real shitty, like, like not oh, a good that's deck. So cool. She <laughs> said, she's like, I woke up and there's this crew dismantling my deck and she's literally inside of her house kind of taking video of it. TikTok. Like, what the hell's going she's on? She's like, I don't know who these people are. It's not like they'd be stealing her old ass deck. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I didn't hire them. And literally, and by the let me guess, by the time she figured it out, they were like, "Oh shit!" By the time they like dismantled this entire deck and was starting with, and because that's like, I think the second part of her TikTok was, "Oh shit, I get new concrete." They had started to tear up the concrete slab that's underneath some decks, Uh right? And that's when it stopped. And that's when they figured out that we're they the were wrong house. They were at the wrong house. And and at that point, that is so your problem that like you you have to you have to fix what you just right? busted up and then go to the other house. Exactly. So she really got the best of both worlds. She was loving life on it. That's awesome. And like that's why I was sitting there. I'm like, at any point in time, she could have fucking ran out of her house and been like what are you doing? Who are you? Stop this. Here are my thoughts. Instead, if, she saw that thing through. If you, if they come again and you don't answer, I, I feel like we can <laughs> let this just keep going on until we talk. To, <laughs> if if somebody answers the door, though, oh, and shit. they yeah. say so-and-so's bug spraying service, and we say, oh, we didn't order that. Well, yeah. then we, you know, then it's done. But yeah. if we don't answer the door, we just let them keep spraying. It's, 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 it's like, hear no problem. evil, see no they evil. They don't know if we're home or not. We, we probably are because we both yeah. work from yeah. home, but. I mean, I did. I like literally slouched down in in like my seat in the couch because I'm like, oh, I don't want them to see me in the back. But and this house is built in such a way that like if you're not in the right spot, yeah, there could be somebody here and you'd never see them never because know. the houses here are built to keep the sunlight out. I would have barely- so like there are sides of the house where you don't see anything. I would have, and if I was working here, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have seen him walk around the back. Yeah, and see, I wouldn't have really known either if it wasn't for our bird. Our bird literally went squawktastic when he walked past the big uh, oh, yeah. patio door because that's like her space, and she's like squawk, squawk, squawk. And I turn around, there's like Ghostbuster dude just got his headphones on, you know, spraying away, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, it's definitely not the pool guy. Man, that, I, I, I have no, no. It's a Christmas this miracle. Is fascinating. Who is it? It's what a festivist is it? miracle? It's a festivist miracle. We got. Afraid for something. Yeah. I, I don't even want to ask the HOA because, like, I'm so afraid of the HOA, and it's so <laughs> dumb because I give them my money. I seriously, I, I can't. Why are you it, afraid of them? How do they? Because what do you, they instill fear in you? They, no, not fear. Just I, I get so paranoid. They sent out this, you know, <laughs> they, it, their newsletters are always just veiled in bitchiness. <laughs> like it's like, hey. Happy holidays. We'd love to see all your decorations. Remember, they have to come down by this date. And I'm like, you're not happy to see shit. You just want to make sure that nobody keeps their decorations up till March. Mm. So in my head, I've been going through, because I work like crazy hours because of the new year. So yeah. I'm like, I'm working. Yeah, you're working like five overnight five shifts. Five overnights. And then, you know, it's fine. After that, everything evens out again. But in my head this morning, I'm walking the dog thinking, okay, 
I'm really tired today. I don't think I'm going to be up to taking down the Christmas decorations, but if I take them down next week, what am I going to get fined? (laughs) So basically I'm like, all right, well, if I don't get out there to take them down because I'm, I'm working such crazy hours, I just unplug them. Because we don't have like any See, inflatables yeah, that, or anything. That's all I was going to say. You have very like, um, unless they're lit up, you have no clue that no. you have decorations. So out. I can just unplug them and yeah. then take them down at my leisure. But I literally, as I'm walking the dog, was getting paranoid about it. Like, <laughs> are they going to find us? And then I started Jesus. to get, I started to get mad about the fact that we pay them to tell us what to this do. This is like the same way you get paranoid at work. With like your management figures, you always think you're in trouble or something. The same way you get paranoid. I remember AJ. I'm getting better at it, but the HOA. This is like I'm getting better at taking like constructive criticism from my boss at work. Yes, because like you know, ten years ago, I wouldn't have been able to handle the criticism Couldn't I'm getting. Do it. Yeah, right. But like they're so awesome about it. They're like, hey, you know, do this better. You yeah. need to fix this. This was good. The HOA is but- doing the same thing. They're like, we love your festive spirit. And remember to, t- to take yeah. them down. Now, AJ, in their defense, They're pe- but it's passive in their passive defense, aggressive. in their defense, I think it's because you like being the passive aggressive one because AJ would like to go on walks in our old neighborhood in Michigan well into fucking February. And then she'd make fun of all the houses and shit talk them that didn't have their decorations no, listen, down. And, and I, she would look, I she's absolute, lying to you. no. You're not even letting me come talk. On, come I on. literally was just about to say I absolutely agree with that. Sure. I would get mad when there were decorations up too long. She'd be like, "Oh, come on!" So I oh, can, come on. so I can see, I can see the benefit yeah. in telling people you got to take your. So Christmas I feel decorations like you down. like to be the one telling people. You don't like being told. I just don't. I again, I'm with you on this one. I just want to know who was sitting down one day and said, "I uh, bet it's brilliant. We can get people to pay us to tell them what brilliant to do with hustle. their neighborhoods." I think it was when. The 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 decline of city neighborhoods happened. Yeah. Like as soon as people stopped giving a shit and then people went to the suburbs and then, and then someone, they didn't give a shit out there and somebody yes. said, hang on, we I give we give you. a shit out yes. here. Yeah. And then, and then it's like we can pay you to hold you accountable yeah. for like for like giving a no, shit. No, I, I and I guess I think in the Midwest it just drove me nuts because like winter's just so long and drawn out. I'm yeah. like, take down the damn Santa. Like <laughs> let's not make this worse than it already is. Take down your Santa Claus. But yeah, no, it, but there's something different about like because I just paid them eighty bucks. I'm like for for what? For you to tell me what to do? You know. Like, it's just crazy to me. I don't know. But, it's a great hustle. But, and that's why I don't want to reach out and see, like, hey, did somebody, like, I hey, know they you, didn't they Do didn't you guys it. provide this service? No, they did don't you provide send someone shit. to spray something at my do home? Do HOAs actually provide a service other than telling you what to do? I don't know. Do? I think just making sure shit looks nice. Because that's about we, it. We pay for our trash pickup, it has yeah. nothing to do with the HOA. Nope. We pay the HOA. Yep. Um, so yeah, no, they don't really provide anything except nasty letters. When you but like our wrong. HOA is weird. Cause it's like, uh, like fucking huge. It's not yeah. just our neighborhood. It's like the, like it's a kind of a couple mile wide. Like we just found out that we have like a private, uh, uh, park. Oh my God. We were, we were at this. I hate it so much. <laughs> shut up. She loves it. She loves it. A it's private? a beautiful park. No, I hate the fact that it's private. Well, it's. It's not to you. It's not. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, but when so we went to this park. Obviously, you know we don't go to parks anymore. We don't have a little kid. Yeah. So you know, and and trust me, we've been there. We know you yeah. look for a park wherever was, you go. Yeah, I was going to say find you, a park as fast as possible. Your park intake goes way down once your kid is yeah. out of like hanging out, being entertained at like jungle gyms. So I biked past this park before, and I knew it was there, and I'm like, oh, that's super cute. And then when my cousin came to visit with his his three year old, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, perfect, we can go to the park. 
What I didn't realize is there are signs up that say this park is for members of this association and these neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. There is a code to get into the bathroom. Yeah, no public bathroom. You got to have a code. Which I think is a bit much. Um, I just, I don't know. Parks, I mean, for goodness sake. Like, you're a private park. It's a private park. Shut up. It was for you and your guests. See, you were able to bring a a guest there, don't you feel? See, so that's what what they give you. And I would still, if I wasn't a member of this association, I would still stay. Because it's a damn, (laughs) it's a Park. You're a you're a you're a trespasser. Then what are you Shut talking up. about? I am that's a like, human being. That's like someone just coming to my yard and just spraying all over around the private place. park, like, like they own the place. I grew up near a park, and it wasn't. Guess what? Everybody played there because it was a park, and Look, it was we, fine. We fucking privatized everything else. We privatized healthcare. Prisons. We privatized, yeah, prisons. I know. Yeah, let's start privatizing the parks. parks. Come on, that's terrible. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe. Today, follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.